get better. The ball doesn't, there's only one ball, and there's, you know, there's three, four guys going out for a route. So we want to be able to evaluate every play all the time, whether the ball's coming to them or not. And uh, so, and I've always found over the years that you can get a lot out of evaluation, even in a short period of time. And I want to see an unselfishness just in their attitude and, and kind of pulling for the other guys and excitement and energy. And then there's always that part of the evaluation process is, can you run all day? Can you run all day and can you go when you're tired? So that, that's what we're in the process of getting into right now. Well, as a coach, you, you don't want any drops. So no, I mean, you, you, you want 100% catches. Um, so yeah, it's something that you get in the, get in the groove. Uh, we always got to demand the best of ourselves. We expect perfection. Very often with wide receivers, there's a big difference even in the top draft choices between their first and second years. Do you see Aguilar coming out that direction? I think there is some. I think there is something to that. You know, you see that in receivers, and I think a lot of that is just the confidence, and the game slows down, and uh, those two go hand in hand. So um, we've said it all off season. You know that that's our expectation of Nelson. You know, one thing that does pop up on the film, even just in a couple practices here with the pads on, he's got a quickness off the line of scrimmage. He has some vertical speed to challenge you deep, and he just has very good footwork. And in this league, you have to be able to beat press coverage. You have to, have to, have to beat press coverage. And, uh, he, ha and he has a natural ability to get off the line versus press. And uh, he's got to be able to use that to his advantage to help our team. So why wasn't that apparent last season? I know you weren't here, but you've seen the film. Why wasn't he able to, to accomplish that? Right? I mean, I did watch most of the film from last year. Um, I will say this: the film that I saw last year, I saw flashes of it. I mean, you, you saw it. So as I we come in, your and I said, "Oh, this guy can beat press coverage. He can get off the line of scrimmage versus press coverage." So I didn't really get into evaluating their scheme and what they were trying to do a whole lot. Um, but you could see flashes of it. And a lot of times when you're in that tempo offense that they were in, you don't get quite as much press coverage. You know, you, they play a little softer just trying to get lined up because they were going so fast. Um, so I would anticipate we'll, he'll have more opportunities to do that this year. His accuracy, timing, he just, uh, I think Sam, one of Sam's strengths, he got many, but he keeps it real simple. You know, and it's not because he has to, it's because that's the best way to play football. That you want to be, you want to have a sophisticated understanding of everything, but yet still keep it simple. And that's really what we try to teach and ingrain in the guys. You want to teach, when you teach a system and when you teach all the options that are available, you know, you tell a quarterback, here's all the options, here's the progression, here's all the protection checks. But his job is to keep it simple, to see, to see the coverage, but yet to narrow it down to in his progression, because at the end of the day, it's about matchups. It's about finding little windows. And I think he has a very instinctive and uh, natural way of doing that. And then he's very accurate with the ball. Brandon Brooks has missed, you know, I guess a week now or five practices. At what Let's point does that become a concern, considering an offensive line? Yeah, I mean, offensive line is probably, you know, the one area I mean, every area, but certainly they got to gel together and they're in pads now, so you want them out there. But, you know, the last thing I would say to Brandon is don't, I, I wouldn't want him to rush it. You know, you don't want him to rush it because we need him for the long haul. So you don't want to do anything stupid. So you got to be patient and trust the trainers, trust Brandon. Um, but certainly you don't like to miss any time. How about Wisniewski? How's he looking? Wisniewski's looked great. I mean, he's really looked great. He's incredibly smart. He's very stout. Um, 
yeah, he's been, I don't want to say a surprise, that's why, that's why we signed him. Um, but he's met and exceeded expectations. What about your young running backs? Uh, what do you see from them? They're all kind of the same guy build-wise. How do you differentiate them? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, Smallwood has maybe a little bit more size to him, but, you know, he, I think he has really good vision. He's patient in the hole, but then he's got speed through the hole. Um, you know, Kenyon, I, I, I think, is a really good all-round back. I, I think he's, he can make you miss in the open field. I like his vision. He's doing great in protections. And uh, I, I've been very impressed with him the whole offseason. Of course, when we got here, everyone was in your ear, was in my ear about how good this this guy is going to be a player, and that's what we're seeing. Um, you know, Marshall has really showed me a couple things here in the last couple days. I think he has natural running ability in the open field. He's very elusive, and uh, you see good instincts and vision by him. Um, said said it's got a little bit more size to him. Plays a little bit bigger. Plays a little bit more stout. And then, of course, you know, Ryan's not been on the field yet, but, you know, it's, it's a good group. It's a good group. And Sproles is, you know, I mean, Sproles is Sproles. I mean, you know, he's the best. With Marshall, how big a deal is it in this You know, it seems like he's caught up pretty quick. You know, I mean, I haven't really noticed. It hasn't jumped off the film a whole bunch with mental errors. I mean, Deuce is going to, he's done a good job, and Deuce has done a good job with him and, you know, kind of keeping it all tight and, the system, but uh, he's looked good, and you know can't do anything about what he's missed. You just got to make sure you accelerate the process now. And what, kind of, what kind of players have you thought could transition maybe to fullback or H back that may not be there now? I'm sorry, I didn't hear the first part. The fullback, the H back position. What players do you think may be able to transition there that haven't yet? Well, you know we got Chris and Trey working there. You can always work an offensive lineman in. You know sometimes. You know it just depends the roster. You got to you got to be able to. Uh, you know when you get down to 53. It gets it gets tough, and so you know you always hope you have one offensive lineman, or sometimes even a defensive lineman that you can bring in and use in special situations. But um, but we expect Chris and Trey to carry the bulk of that load, and um, it's not going to it's not a huge part of what we do, um, but it's definitely uh, it's definitely something that we're that we have a system of play. You know, we have a, a system of plays for our two back stuff that they got to they got to be in there for. I mean, you know, it's competitive. You know, Allen's a starter right now, but it's like every position, it's competitive. And he's done a great, Allen's done a great job. So, um, been very impressed with Allen. Very impressed with the whole line as a group. You know, it's funny, when I look at the O line, obviously you have to evaluate them individually. But there's a side, you know, as you, you want to, they're a unit. They got it, they just got to work together. And, at some level of just my experience has been they got to be interchangeable parts. So I really, we really, you know, Doug and I really rely on Stout a lot to get those guys where you can mix and move parts and you got to cross train them because guys get dinged and they're out for a game or two. So they, uh, they just as a unit have to, they have to continue to cross train. We got to mix guys in at all those positions. So the What's a comfortable number that you would like to, you know, maybe keep? You know, that, that's really, uh, I mean, we always want as many as we can. You know, I always want as many as you can. But that really comes down to the head coach and Howie, you know, uh, Doug and Howie making that decision on how the roster will shape out in the end. Frank, uh, Doug talked about, and this is different than you were here last year, teaching these guys during the class, you know, stop you get more in the field or do you get more in the field? Well, yeah, it's a both thing. You know, as far as, 
corrections on the field, how do you handle them? There are different philosophies. You know, some coaches will say, let them play, we'll correct in the film room. I really, I really am all in on Doug's uh, belief and philosophy and system of make quick corrections on the field. Don't belabor it, but immediate feedback, there's nothing like immediate feedback. So, but you got to find the balance. And that's where he as the head coach kind of, he reins us in. He doesn't want us to get, you know, go crazy with corrections on the field, but he wants quick, immediate feedback. And then in the film room, we can kind of talk it out a little bit more with the players. Howie, you have the overall athleticism to do everything that you want to do within the structure of this offense? Absolutely. I mean, you know, you look at how this system performed in, in Kansas City the last three years, you know, playoff team. So we're, you know, I think we're going to be very, <clears throat> very strong up front. We're very strong, you know, quarterback. You know, our running back and, and wide receiver mix, you know, we got, we got playmakers. You know, we got playmakers. And, uh, but it's got to develop. You know, it's got to develop, and obviously we're always going to be optimistic. And uh, but I just know you can't you can't assume anything. I mean, I, I I got to see it day in and day out on the practice field, and then when game time comes, we got to see who those guys are are going to step up in the big moments. How many say two more guys during the offseason? You want to bring in more speed? Who have you seen so far? Um, you know, well, TJ, you know, obviously TJ got dinged early, you know, but he's got, he's got speed. You know, Chris has, you know, Chris Givens has good speed. You know, he's a, he's a guy who's proven he can get vertical and make plays down the field in this league. Um, you know, Marcus Johnson, young guy's got some speed. You know, Jordan made a nice play. The speed thing, it, it's funny. Um, you, yeah, you definitely, there's raw speed. You can't coach it. You can't buy it. Um, but there's also way, you know, there's just certain guys that have a knack. There's certain guys that have a knack, and um, and there's a lot of ways to kind of scheme things up to try to get guys down the field. So we we got to do that, and then at times it's going to come down to somebody having the raw speed to run by somebody. But there's not many times in this league where you're running five yards behind people. It's finding little windows, making accurate throws as a receiver, using leverage, having a good move at the line of scrimmage, creating something downfield for them that they can find a little window down the field. What did you see out of Carson? Um, you know, Carson's been good. You know, he's had a great start, in my opinion. You know, he's, his grasp of the offense is as good as it, you can expect for this time. Um, fundamentally, he looks rock solid, you know, always, always getting better, throwing the ball well. So very pleased with uh, his progress. Okay. Thank you. Thank you.